Welcome to Mind Styling, the podcast that explores how we can win at the game inside our heads and make a mark on this world in our own unique style, on our own terms. We interview entrepreneurs and leaders who aren't afraid to push the boundaries and set their own definitions of success. We will share with you the tips and techniques they use to style their mind and give you the tools you need to start mind styling for yourself. Hello, lovely mind stylers out there. This is Dr. Becky Sage. And I'm Amy Armstrong. Today, we are going to be looking at Jess's top tip. I hope everyone's had a chance to listen to her episode. If not, do go back and listen to it, either after you've listened to this one, or you can go back and listen to it now. Um, so when we asked Jess about her top tip, she told us that it was really important for her to have people in her life that would call her out. So, Amy, what do you think about this top tip? Is it something that you hear a lot? Is it something that you think is useful? Oh, I think it's so powerful, this real insight from Jess. I think what she was referring to was about having someone that's watching your back and can alert you to your blind spots. Now, she was reflecting on it in the context of flagging when she's starting to spiral downwards and just go into overdrive Mm -hmm. Um, and wow that's so valuable when we've got people who are we really believe have our best interests at heart so Mm. I think what's key here is this is someone who's calling you out in a positive way from a place of concern and love Mm -hmm. with your best interests at heart not someone who's calling you out and going oh you're rubbish there oh you're rubbish there look at how appallingly you behaved there Mm. um it's not in that way they might well be saying do you know what I think you could have done a bit of a better piece of work there Mm. but they're doing it from a place where you feel uh supported rather than undermined and so they're alerting you to your blind spots and of course once you're aware then you can make choices. But sometimes we, particularly when we're in this sort of malastrom of mad work, um, we can just, we just don't have the capacity, the bandwidth to make those choices. And, And it actually refers me also, it reminds me of the critical importance of having a really positive, powerful support network. So it might not, I would expect it and encourage everyone to have more than one person watching their back. So I think I'd probably say watching your back rather than calling you out. Um, Because when we're under pressure, we shrink smaller and we retreat into ourselves um, often. Mm. And we can start to get overwhelmed. And having a positive, empowering support network that's watching your back uh, replenishes you. And it it can serve to reconnect you to what's working mm. and help you just get back on track to where you're strong and healthy and capable and everything's possible again. Yeah, I um so this is something that I find really hard because I I it's taken me a long time to build a friendship network of people that I trust. Mm. Um or or a working network of people that I trust. Um so and and I think that's one of the points here as well that I think we need to make very clear is yeah. that this is something that takes time and patience to build that network and to build those positive people. 
I would say that one of the major turning points for me uh, in my life, and again, the calling out I needed was similar, I think, to what Jess is referring to, which was I was, you know, bowing down to the cult of productivity and the the joy, the dopamine hits of of the kind of the work addiction, um, and and I was called out by somebody who was a, um, I guess, a mentor in some ways uh, that I'd worked with for about four or five years. And but it took that amount of time to get to the point where somebody would stand up and say, like, I feel safe enough to tell you this. And and so I think something that I often find is people see me as very independent. And I'm sure a lot of the people that we're listening to they are often seen as independent, maybe innovators, maybe leaders in their fields, um, maybe even a little bit inaccessible because their ideas are a little bit different. They're not kind of always following the status quo. And sometimes that makes us a little more difficult to interact with. So, you know, to somebody who is very used to being independent and maybe has even had bad relationships with people you know where they haven't been able to trust them or where people have called them out in a non-safe environment how do we go about building those trusted relationships that positive support network Mm. it's such a powerful question you're asking and Jess was reflecting on on how for her the most powerful people for her are those that are are non-paid for relationships they're ones that have naturally mm. grown over time yeah she was actually referring to friendships as well yes. as working relationships wasn't she at this point and mm. I think um and I know when I was at the peak of my corporate career there was no time there just wasn't a, a millisecond in the day for me to pick up the phone and have a little chat with a really good school friend or someone Mm. who I loved and I was yeah sorry Becky I was just going to say and from a distance I would turn around and say to you this is the point I need to call you out because there is time there's 168 hours every single week so it's the prioritization that's the issue rather than the time um so how do we break that kind of attitude and so actually um I when I'm coaching people around this Um, I'm Mm. coaching them from a place of deep understanding Mm. because yes there is time but it feels as if there isn't and so actually it's about making a date with yourself Um, and just like you do if you are in I loved your phrase the cult of productivity Mm -hmm. (laughs) will actually play to your strengths Um, your diary has become your whole sort of god (laughs) dictating your life so put in the time and say actually Mm -hmm. if this is what I need to thrive if this is what I need to step up to the next level or keep on on a positive trajectory rather than negatively spiraling down I need to prioritize time for these things and is that on a Thursday at seven o'clock at night or is it on a Sunday at two o'clock in the afternoon but actually just saying so this is the time when I speak to a member of my Mm. family or a particular friend this week I will be reaching out to Sean Acker actually in his book Big Potential 
writes yeah. about this brilliantly and um, not explicitly around here, but he just talks about how actually when we are self-sufficient and my goodness, so many of us just think we can do everything ourselves. It's easier if we do it ourselves, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we'll just get on with it. It'll be faster. I'll be more productive. Um, he says, yes, you can get to a certain point and you can maximize your individual potential on that route but you've got a mm. finite amount of energy. You've got a finite amount of time. And, and this is what I'm saying, and you're saying, we have, as humans, blind spots. We don't see what others can see because, because we're in the thick of it. We, you know, wood for trees comes to yeah. mind. You, know? you just can't Absolutely. take a step back. And so we need to invite other people in, and not just for their perspective, but just for the connection just for being who we are remembering who we are outside of our working environment remembering there is a life beyond the emails and the goals of the business and what we're next big target that we're pushing everything for so I've got a couple of tips that relate to that. Yes. <laughs> I know this, the tip is about getting people's call you out, but to go deeper in terms of how you can, or how you can build that support network or have people that have your back. One is the wheel of life, um, which is a fairly common coaching technique, but that's about splitting your life up into different areas and saying, which things do you want to be part of that wheel of your life um, and therefore you're making a commitment to yourself to to give time to each of those areas um, the other is I did a dream friends list and, and I think you could do the same from a dream support networks list mm. um, and say well what what is it that you need how often would you want to spend with those people what kind of relationship do you want from them what, what are you willing to give to them what would you like to get back from them when would you see them where would you see them what sort of activities are you going to do together and I, by doing that it actually made me reflect on the fact that I had stronger support network than I thought I did and sometimes that's all we need is to just see things slightly differently yes and actually all we need is just to spend some time focused on it because when we Mm -hmm. set our intentions then we can follow through on them but if it's not in our field of awareness then we can't I love that dream list absolutely brilliant Mm -hmm. um lovely really recommend it and the wheel of life actually let's explore that on another top tip because I think it's a really powerful tool. Lovely. Well, let us know if you have got, have you, if you've got any other top tips around how you've built your support network, how you have got people to have your back or to call you out and, and when that's been helpful to you, whether it's worked for you in business or not. If you've ever done Dream Friends List or you want to try that, then let us know. And like Amy said, we'll we'll come back to the Wheel of Life and talk about that, I think, in more detail. I think we've possibly got some resources on it on our own uh, our own websites as well, so you can have a look at them. Thank you for listening, and we will see you all again soon. Make sure you go back and listen to Jess's podcast and her interview if you haven't done so already. So, Amy, where can we find you? You can find me at amyarmstrongcoaching.com. Come and have a little look, see what leadership and wellbeing coaching is all about and hypnotherapy indeed too. Come and have a look on my resources site, see if there's anything that really resonates with you.
And Becky, where can we find you? You can find me at beckysage.com. There's information there about leadership and business coaching. And you can find out a little bit more about my entrepreneurial background. And let me know if you want to work on any projects with me. And if you just want to hang out, then I probably find me over on Instagram at Dr. Becky Sage and maybe on Twitter, which is at Becky underscore Sage. And now's the time for us to talk about the mind styling three C's curiosity, community, and compassion. So get curious as you try out Jess's top tip and make sure you've got people around you who can call you out. If they're not there already, then you can try out some of the things that we talked about with regard to how you build that support system around you. And join our community. Share your experiences with mentors and working with your support network on Instagram and Facebook at MindStylingPodcast or on Twitter at MindStylingPod. And please subscribe. And do it all as you treat yourself and others with compassion. Enjoy your mind styling journey. So we can't always control the situations that are going on outside of us. But we can be in control of how we react to those situations. And that is what mind styling is all about.